was weird. Oops, sorry guys. I think, I think, I think we had a little blip. We did have a little blip. We're back now, I think. All right, good. Yeah. Sorry, we'll go back to that. Sorry guys. I don't know what the fuck just happened. <laughs> that was really weird. That I think it weird. just crashed. Um, uh, hopefully you're all still here. All right, let's go. Um, what was the no, what was the timestamp on that? Uh, timestamp. It was um. Oh no. Oh no. We're still alive. Okay. Our regular timestamp or for the for that part of the clip is 56.44. All right. Um, so it's a little bit before that. That's weird. I don't know what just happened. But anyways, if you guys are still tuning in, thanks. Um, okay. So anyway, here's... Uh, uh, hey, hey uh, Nianoni. Um, yeah. So this is this is us on the uh, the RR Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein podcast. And I want to show you guys. Ten little Fredos. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about Fredo before we uh, got this started. Oh uh, but God. anyway, uh, here's, here's us talking about... Um, Talking about, okay, so I'm just going to let it play. This, yeah. is, this is us yeah. speaking about it before. And or rather, any sector is going to be tied into Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. And I think that in a, in a, in a oh, perfect world in which this is actually, justice is actually brought forward on this, it's going to change the whole fucking world. Yeah. But the likelihood of that happening is low. I think, I think, I think either he's going to die <laughs> somehow, magically, um, because of the people that know that they're in deep shit because he's now probably in a position where he has right. to squeal or um, this will be so intense for for the public if this information gets released that the fucking government decides to just cover, redact everything and just not let us see anything mm -hmm. that ends up coming out of it. Yeah. Well, let it be known if he dies, we were <laughs> we have it published in this podcast that we think he <laughs> might die. Right. So that that was a really great, it's really cool. So I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you guys. Uh, sorry, I got to turn my, my mic a little bit. Um, I'm sorry if that this spot got cut off. But basically, what I was saying is that we really tried to handle that one in a very reportery kind of way. Yeah. Um, but this time around, uh, who gives a shit? Honestly, anything goes. Yeah. This I'm is, gonna take. Uh, this a is thought. such Looney Tunes level of ridiculous at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. It's just we've reached the point where fake news eclipses real news. Right. And you can't tell the difference between what's true, what's not. So who the fuck cares at this point? Let's 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 conspiratorialize like this whole this whole thing. You know what's so funny about this? Like I, w I was telling Sean before the podcast started that it would be pretty much virtually impossible to commit a murder now and not get caught, which I think is a lot right. of like partially maybe why these spree killings happen. Um, like, so like a, the idea of a mass murderer is just not really a reality we're going to see in our lifetime anymore because there's just so many, you'll get caught. You'll get caught. I mean, between CCTV or everything else, I mean, Phone it's just, pings, but you think that. about like literally in 1940, you could kill someone, no problem and get away with it. Like, it's like absolutely no issues. Um, but what, what's so hilarious about this is, is that government agencies or whoever did this thinks that like, oh yeah. The camera just malfunctioned. Uh, we took. We, we just decided to take him off suicide watch. Uh, the guard that was there yeah. wasn't an actual guard. Um, like it, it's just. It yeah. Is, what bullshit? It's it's just it's so extraordinary that they think we're gonna believe this. Every single like it it seems like they're just stacking on excuses every single time something new is released. Right. I think two guards got suspended for this whole fiasco and there hasn't been a successful suicide in this place in 21 years exactly this is the, he was in the metropolitan correctional center yes um and honestly like it makes me wish i lived in new york because i wish i could have been like a little bit of a journalist yeah i know i mean this is kind of like it would have been so cool uh, i would i mean yeah if i had the money to blow right now i'd definitely go do an epstein tour <laughs> a little tour we could make it a fruit basket special i can get one you know the, you know those things they had in france the drones you can ride on i would take that over to little saint james <laughs> island and just Speaking of which, we'll show you some cool footage that came out today of uh, Little St. James Island. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, there's one more thing I wanted to show you guys that was a little prophetic uh, that we said. Um, let me close this one. And then this one. Uh, yeah, this one, <laughs> this was pretty good, too. We uh, Or it's financed by people who are here, which, yeah. Uh, um, I mean, again, this is conspiracy theory territory, but, like, no, it ain't. <laughs> The outcome of this is essentially going to prove whether or not this country is run by politicians, which it's not, or it's run by billionaires, which it is. And like the, the people in the upper, like when you have over a billion dollars, you can literally do anything that you want to do. And um, it, it's, <laughs> it's, I also have a galaxy your, your, brain. Your power moment. is limitless. Mm -hmm. So if you have a billion dollars, and you want to kill somebody, you're going to get away with it.
because you can hire the person that you know will <laughs> you're not going to go on right. the cheap on that right obviously right and so you probably wouldn't even kill them yourself you would get somebody else to do the murder clean it up <laughs> right. oh wait you already said that that's yeah yeah you can would, hire the best of the best yeah if you would, have a billion dollars john wick style um <laughs> wow yeah it's just at this point it's it's like gotten funny it, it, it is i mean like you, you were you were saying earlier that i've taken glee in this and it's like it's like it's so horrible that it's hilarious it, it's just it's it's mm. so it's so it, it is just it, it's so hilarious because it's it, like i said it, it's like a fucking looney tunes cartoon like it, it is so this because like, everyone's like, well, he, he's gonna, he's gonna die, you know. Like, we're all joking about it, but it's like we all kind of knew this is gonna happen. But we're like, they wouldn't really do it. No, and I think we also, I don't know if we said it in that last episode, but like, I think it was, it was your thought. It was like, if they kill him, it's gonna be the biggest like confession of guilt there is. Yes, and then he dies, and it's like nobody, it's like nobody's guilty. <laughs> it's what, and then, and, and then like also di- like dies and like. Or they try to pin the guilt on somebody else. They and, try and to it, pin it on him. And again, it's like it, it's like whatever organization was responsible for this, like whether it be you know something to do with the Clintons, the Mossad, the our, our intelligence agencies, the fact that they wouldn't, they, they're, it's they're still like in this fucking Cold War mindset where it's like, oh yeah, no one's gonna have the internet and like be able to research. Well, like how what's the tensile strength of the fabrics that are used in in the sheets in these places? Like, you know. Is there any possible way that he actually could hang himself in these cells? And we can all find that information like that. Exactly. And it's like, and and then you know, basically, it's like the body cam malfunctions and in, in shootings. It's like, it's like no, they turned it off. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's just like, it, this, it's just this is so fucking ridiculous. And so now the question is, what's going to happen, right? Right. Like, um, I think actually before I get to that, I do want to make the comment of what has been really fun about this was the day it happened. Everybody was like, they saw right through it. And the, and my favorite was the absolute check marks. They're like, this is Russia, definitely Russia. Oh. And you're just, <laughs> yeah, sure. Dude. What are the stakes there? Why would they have anything to do with this? Yeah, it, like again, it, it, it's, it, I, I, but the thing is, is the, that's literally the one place he wasn't connected to. <laughs> it's like, right. it's like you could Saudi Arabia, Israel. I mean, but. Russia literally had nothing to do with this guy. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Um, well, the really great thing about Epstein dying and people being in outrage, it's its that we are all outraged. This is completely bipartisan. This is a bipartisan effort that, that like, all of us feel the same way, that this is some kind of hoax or, co- or like, really bad coincidence uh, or setup of some kind. Yes. And it, it's... The fact that we're even able to talk about it and and everybody can kind of agree is a really it's a really great thing. Yes. Um, he's it's, he's dead. That's a horrible thing because justice will never truly be served to the victims, or we think he's dead. I think that's the most likely act like actual outcome. I'm but, about to be perfectly honest. I'm about like 25 percent in the camp of the body got switched out. I think that's about it's certainly possible. That's about that's about the amount that I'm I'm allowing to grant that theory. But I saw on Twitter that like keeping him alive would be too big of a liability, and that if he even if he like got colored contacts, shaved his head, grew facial hair. He'd be recognized, and this would throw a wrench in the entire By those plan. Horrible teeth alone. Have you seen the picture of where you actually see his? Dude. It's like all gums and these little teeny tiny teeth. Ugh. I think what we need to do, for the sake of humanity, um, and and to catch him if he's still alive, is to have sex with every strange-looking man mm-hmm. with strange teeth mm-hmm. and inspect their penis to see if it's egg-shaped. To see if it's egg-shaped, so that so that we know he's still alive. God, we got a lot of work to do. I know. There's how many billions? Three something billion? At least like four billion men to have sex with. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then, and uh, it, I mean, if you tally up all the ones I've already had sex with, there's probably three billion left. Yep. So, it, but I think that <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, it, 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 there's gonna be a lot of sex. You gotta have a lot of sex. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a really miserable cum fest. I know. Yeah. Your month say, of September month is, of, yeah, is, is cum month. Yeah. It's it's, what's it? Uh, Time to slut yourself, September. I don't know. That's not <laughs> Slutty very good. September. Slutty September. <laughs> Time to slut yeah. yourself. To to solve 
to solve the case of Jeffrey Epstein. Really, that's the only way to find out. And then if you find him through fucking strangers, you get to have Little St. James Island. Oh, it becomes yours. That's a sweepstakes I'm willing to take part in. Yeah. We were looking at videos. Yeah, I'm going to show show that thing. We were looking at videos. That island, I was saying this to you, but like seeing that island from the drone footage, it's like, it is so gorgeous. Yeah. And it is such a shame. It is such a shame that it has been tainted by such an evil, evil man and evil men in general that that it can't ever be a beautiful island again. No. It's always going to have blood. It will always have blood on its hands. Yeah, or come in its waters. or Yeah, or there are no fish in the waters. <laughs> we'll see it later. There's no fish. They're all poisoned. So the one thing I wanted to play is, uh, is so Bill Barr came out, and yeah. I kind of want to get like take your guys' – Bill Barr's gay? He came out of the closet, yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to take your, your guys' temperature on his tone because I found it to be very interesting um, what he ended up saying. Um, So let me go ahead and play this. The Manhattan Correctional Center over the weekend regarding Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, Manhattan, excuse me. This sex trafficking case was very important to the Department of Justice and to me personally. It was important to the dedicated prosecutors in the Southern District of New York and to our FBI agents who investigated the case and we're preparing it for trial. Most importantly, this case was important to the victims who had the courage to come forward and deserve the opportunity to confront the accused in the courtroom. I was appalled, and indeed the whole department was, and frankly, angry, to learn of the MCC's failure to adequately secure this prisoner. We are now learning of serious irregularities at this facility that are deeply concerning and demand a thorough investigation. The FBI and the Office of Inspector General are doing just that. We will get to the bottom of what happened and there will be accountability. But let me assure you that this case will continue on against anyone who was complicit with Epstein. Any co-conspirators should not rest easy. The victims deserve justice, and they will get it. So what, like, what's your feeling about that? Me? Yeah. Well, at the beginning, he says it's personally important to him. I found that interesting, too. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's something, I, I mean, you sent it to me the other day, or yesterday, or something like that. Yeah, whenever it, was, whenever it came out, I sent it to you. And it, too. that struck me, too. Mm. Um, just, like, personally important to you. Yeah. Um, but also, isn't Barr's dad somebody who gave Epstein, like, a, a job at one point? I don't know about that. I mean, is that truthful? I, I saw that somewhere. I, I don't know. The, the one thing I mean, I do know about Barr is that he was complicit in covering up the Iran Contra thing during the Reagan administration. Yeah. And so, like, he's not a trustworthy dude. But at the same right. time, it's like, I, you know, what I was what I was saying. Yeah, uh, Perry says he seems genuinely invested. Here's the thing. So, I was telling Sean that what I think will usurp any intelligence cover up of this whole thing in like his Department of Justice is that it will, if they can directly implicate the Clintons into this, it will secure Trump's, I mean, it it is just such a fucking slam dunk for the Trump administration. Well, I was saying to you before this that this is Trump's drain the swamp moment. And and this could really be like a huge turning point for him to turn everybody against like a, a massively popular Democrat. Right. Um, or somebody who was a dynasty. Yeah, exactly. A democratic dynasty, uh, to turn almost all of America against them will absolutely ensure his next win. Um, however, if he is in any way implicated and I'm not saying he is, but like if he is in any way guilty, he will drop the ball on this case and not, and not see through to its end. So, and the thing that I was telling, I was telling Sean was, uh, there was a, a few days ago, he retweeted this thing of like, it was just like some random Twitter account that was like, you know, saying that it was a murder yeah. or whatever. And you kind of rolled your eyes at it. And I'm like, if he had any inkling mm-hmm. that he had any involvement in, in this, he would not say shit yeah. about it. It would take a massive idiot to retweet 
to retweet that if you knew you had been involved. And, it's and, like, and, the, and the other thing, Jesus. too, so we, we talked about it on the last podcast of like how to not really use this as a partisan slam dunk. And, mm-hmm. and, and then my connection to Trump was what no one was talking about, which was that he hired Alexander Acosta, right? Mm-hmm. And then Acosta held the press conference. That was the day we did the podcast and the day after he resigned. Yeah. Um, so we, I'm not even really sure if we talked about that at all on any other ones or not, but we didn't certainly on the main Epstein podcast. But what is fascinating now is mainstream media is now reporting this, that I think Acosta was completely hamstrung by the fact that this guy was an, an intelligence asset. Like they were basically, I think that the FBI, in terms of like whatever financial dealings and whatever Ponzi schemes he was involved in that may have led to 2008, mm-hmm. they were like, you're you're just going to have to be the fucking one that takes the fall for this. Yeah. Uh, but this is more important to us than your career, us really caring about you. So I really question now how much Acosta even had any responsibility over that verdict. That's sweet, the sweetheart deal that he got. It's certainly... I think that's certainly possible. Because, I mean, he was just a fucking district attorney of, of, of Florida. I mean, like, he, he he's not... He can't usurp the authority of the FBI and the CIA. It's like, he has no power over that. Mm-hmm. And so, it's like, I'm not saying the guy's off the hook, but I'm saying that, like, at the same time, it's like... it. What do you do? What do you do? I, what you, I mean, like, not, not even... Like, what can you do? I mean, I think yeah. at that point, it's like, you know, it's like that, that kind of cliche you see in... Um, you know, cop shows or whatever, the FBI shows up and they're like, yeah, this is our case now, you know? And you can't, you, you can't, can't do, do anything. anything. They show no. their badge and suddenly Even though, like, theirs. the local detective is the one who's more invested in the case or whatever. Yeah. Um, um, but, like, as soon as it, like, crosses state lines, it, it becomes a case for the national government. Right. Federal government. Do you mind reading Neon Oni? Yeah. Uh, Neon Oni says, if Barr legitimately wants to get to the bottom of this, then he's fucked either way. If the Justice Department doesn't find anything, he looks complicit. If they do find something, he's dealing uh dealing with seriously powerful people who aren't playing around yeah so i mean but like and again like here's kind of the question it's like so i mean like i said in that clip that we played from our last podcast is like this this is basically essentially proof that this country is run by oligarchs Mm -hmm. and government really does have no power and i think that this may be the moment through which trump wasn't supposed to win i mean that was not part of the plan and like that's actually Uh a little side note to This this is interesting the side note to this is that like I mean, I think that the whole country, if you use your fucking brain for a goddamn second, we can say that Hillary Clinton is a terrible, terrible person. Mm-hmm. So, and, and again, like, I didn't even really want to bring it up because there's there's some of them that are, like, way over the top. But, like, the Clinton body count thing, which, again, was, like, top trending thing. Yeah. They have, like, there was about 140 people on that list. But some of them are, like, so clear that it was direct. It's too much of a coincidence. It's, and, again, like, think, like you know, someone, uh, this reporter, I forgot his name, he was shot twice in the back of the head and it got ruled as a suicide. It's like, give me a fucking break. Um, yeah. And, like, another guy was, like, nearly clean, like, decapitated. And they're like, oh, he died of natural causes. And, like, these are all people who directly were fucking with the Clintons during some time period. So, um, what's, what's, what, so... Again, so, like, the, the the plan, right? The plan was for Hillary to win. The whole media was saying she was going to win. She was going to win. She didn't. Imagine. And, and it was in, it was interesting because I was watching this this documentary uh, called The Big... I think it's called The Big Hack or something. Uh, but basically, it was really shitty. It's on Netflix. Don't bother because it goes in, like, really partisan horseshit. But um, it was just talking about Cambridge Analytica, the company that, you know, exploited Facebook's loop. I mean, essentially, their vulnerability mm-hmm. in order to collect user data to kind of see, like, how people were active in certain groups to kind of see, okay, these people are going to definitely vote for her. These people are going to definitely vote for him. Let's find these middle people who we can convince to vote for him. And they were very good at it. And in fact, I don't even blame Cambridge Analytica for doing that. I'm like, nope, you found an exploit and you, and yeah. you went for it. If this is Facebook's fault that this ended up happening. And again, it's like, they just were a good marketing agency that ended up making this guy win. But again, like no one on the ground was really paying attention to what was happening. So when he won, it was a surprise to most everybody, even people that, the people that are saying that, like, oh, no, I saw it coming and I called it, I, I you know, I even have, like, good friends that have said that. Where, but it was it was always that kind of thing of, like, I don't know, he may win. Like, just kind of like a ha-ha. Like, no one was certain of, like, no, dude, I'm seeing this, this, and that, and he's going to win. Like, er, it, no one fucking knew he was going to win. Right. So him winning was the Matrix breaking. It was it just it was not supposed to happen. And, again, like, just seeing uh, this kind of, like, insufferable wall-to-wall coverage about, like, okay, that looks kind of racist. Let's run with, like, th- this is definitely racist. And then it's just this 24-hour, like, a mass shooting happens. Oh, it's we got to make this all about him and the way that he talks. It's like there, there's just such an aggressive effort to make this plan fail. And, like, so much so that, like, 
the whole country, like the majority of the country, doesn't support impeachment, but they're going forward with it anyway. Yeah, like, mm. which is just it's such a losing position, which just so shows that they're so desperate and they're so floundering. So this guy, this run, this has to run just so deep into everything. And I think that it's not even just kid fucking. It's like extort. It's extortion. It's blackmail. It's like blackmail. It's genocide. It's civil wars. Yeah. It's everything. I mean, like extortion for like powerful diplomats of other countries. I mean, like this is so beyond i think the scope of even what we can imagine as civilians that of course it had to end this cartoon like this in this cartoonish fashion Mm -hmm. but again so it's like so here's kind of what nianoni was saying like again we know that his apartment was raided we know that cds were found with young girl name and name of person so we have the fucking material that he had with people on it that are guilty and so you have what you need without him so now let's see what the fuck you do with it if you do anything. And that's mm. kind of the giant question. Well, had had Hillary Clinton won, maybe none of this would have even gone down. It absolutely would not have happened. And it's like, it, because the Clintons are so deeply implicated with this Epstein stuff, imagine if she was in charge. Even, even, even if we're going to give them the most pure of motives, right? Like, let's say that those 26 trips didn't happen. Like, or they did happen, but they were purely for the lie that they were humanitarian efforts or whatever. At the very least, the involvement with this guy and what he got convicted for would be a PR disaster. They so, would know enough. I mean, being being with him that much, how could you not know about that? And the that fact proclivity? that Ghislaine Maxwell was at, at Chelsea Clinton's wedding after the conviction. Yeah. There's I, something. Yeah. But like. Jesus, we would be in some real shit that we wouldn't even know about if the Clintons were back in the office. And 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 again, it's like one of those things of like. So here's here's kind of my 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 big question, and this isn't an original thought. This came from another podcast, but like, I thought it was interesting. I, I think that this seems to kind of be a defining moment of waking up the whole country to class consciousness. Mm-hmm. So I think that I think that the people, the power brokers, don't really have much allegiance to much of anything from a political party stance. It's more just about how to accumulate more wealth and whatever party seems to facilitate that need, uh, they'll ride that horse, right? Yeah. But this idea that this person could get away with this for so long because they're so powerful and so rich and then everybody who could potentially be implicated with in this kind of the same deal, they cover all this shit up. I think everyone's now aware of like where they stand as American citizens and that, oh, there's a whole other class of people that can literally do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Um, and so, like, we have zero power over, I mean, it be, it has become more apparent that we have zero power over what's happening with our country and even the world because of this, this oligarchy that we have in place, because of these rich, registered sex offender pedophiles, pedophile billionaires. Right. Uh, but what do we do? Well, well that's what's, am- but that, on that same note, what's amazing to me is that we like we as civilians now have technology and are, are better hackers than even people in the government yeah to where it's like like so i'm gonna uh let me like let's, let's this do, is actually very important to the... let, let's i'm gonna hang that thought for one second yeah. and i'll come back to it do you mind reading okay. me on his next comment yeah absolutely um he says do you think that if people start truly demanding answers then we'll get some huge unrelated false flag event to distract us I hate thinking that way, but look what's already going on. Yeah, yeah. I so, so uh, I, I do too. And, and in fact, like, I mean, it was uh, fucking like. I'll give you a perfect. Neon, I'm going to give you a perfect example. I'm going to go to my Twitter real quick. Sorry, one second. Um, so, um, hang on one second. Let me go to my. I hate what that video was. I know. I don't know what it was, but it looked gay. So here's a, here's a tweet from Dan Crenshaw, right? Who I liked. So Dan Crenshaw says, before we reactively cry, no more endless wars, we must consider what that means in practice. It means we give them the space and time to plan another 9-11. So there's, there's your incoming false flag. My former mm-hmm. teammates have no problem ensuring this doesn't happen. We should let them do their job. Uh, negotiations are good. Peace talks are good. They should continue. But I currently see no circumstances where the, a total U.S. withdrawal or a political timeline can be justified. Let's keep that in mind as we consider the next steps. And I said, they came from Saudi Arabia. But let's keep it going in countries that had absolutely nothing to do with it. It's not like they, that's why ISIS is a thing. <laughs> and then my favorite one was, I had to quote tweet it, Dan got a hentai blast of Raytheon come into his neocon asshole. And it's just kind of like, it's so transparent. <laughs> like, oh, uh, this shit's going on. Um, let's start a fucking war. Yeah. That, that'll be a really great distractor. Or plan a massive terrorist attack. And like, I, I, Dude, no joke. I'm not even fucking with you. They had someone on the Pentagon today 
on CNN and the Chiron read, uh, ISIS is now gaining massive ground in Syria. So they are trying again to get us into Syria. And what they'll do is they'll probably fucking brainwash some more Saudi Arabians. Bin Salman will become complicit with the whole thing. Again, I don't even care this is conspiracy theory anymore. For, fuck all yeah. this. And, and we're going to get another, like, all the hijackers will be from Saudi Arabia. But then they'll be like, you know what? We'll solve this. It'll, or like, whatever. Bus, whatever the fuck attack they do. Let's go to fucking Syria. That'll solve the fucking problem because they were ISIS and like not so, not some fucking brainwashed plebes from from Saudi Arabia that Bin Salman either said like, oh well, well you know we'll reward your family with billions of dollars if you do whatever. It, it, it just is like, it's coming. It, it's it, it's absolutely it, like something is gonna gonna come. And again, it's like, what was fortunate to watch was well I don't know I mean like. The ma- you know the mass shooting thing that kind of seemed to go away and b- because Epstein fucking died mm-hmm. and like so it was amazing that wall to wall on those two mass shootings and then Epstein dies and then like that's all yep. people cared about. Well, I'm I'm sure you remember this too, but like the first my first like awakening to like political consciousness was in I think it was like seventh grade or something like that or excuse me ninth grade um, and that's kind of late but it was when Obama was president and it was. There was this real, real looming threat of nuclear war with North Korea. And there was, like, a a warning or a test missile or something. And then the next day, Obama wore that tan suit. And suddenly, North Korea's threat was gone. Right. And nobody gave a fucking shit about it. Yeah. And that was my first uh, instance of realizing that, oh, they're just cycling through things to distract us. Yeah. That there are other geopolitical things going on that we just won't be able to handle yep. as, as people, as citizens. Yep. Um, but that was my first indication of any kind of distraction. And I would not be surprised that we will get a dis- another distraction after this. Yeah. And, and, but, but, you know, the, the thing though, is like, if again, I, you know, they, they, well, okay. So actually we should get back to what we were talking about. So, uh, us humans, like in the technology that we have, um, are, are what I think again, which is why that like the fucking hubris of whoever did this is astounding to me that like like oh the the fucking sheeple are so fucking stupid they're not going to question this yeah, one, totally one iota it. and so what's so great is so the fbi goes and raids little saint james island finally um for, for that matter and there's no sound on this so just so you guys know but we'll, I w- we'll narrate it yeah so this is the first video and the guy who's posting these his name is rusty shackleford you can go uh well that's his youtube name but you can go and check out his videos he has plenty up on his channel so this is little saint james island yeah he is He's flying over. We're assuming from Greater Saint James, and this is the main house, and you can see the temple up at the top here. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, it's it's really, like I was saying before, this island is so beautiful, but it sucks, dude. It sucks that this is, uh, an evil island, that it's never gonna be used as, as something as beautiful as it is. So the, so he's flying this drone over over the main house of of a uh, little Saint James Island. Uh, while the FBI raid is going on, yeah, and so you're gonna see this is so fucking amazing to watch. He's and I really, the window now. I really recommend that if you guys only listen, you should probably watch the video because this, or, or at least just go and find this channel. Yeah, because he, he posted something new today. I mean, he's he's just he's he's not stopping this drone stuff. So here's Rusty the, Shackleford. So here's the FBI guys actually in the house, and you can see in the red here they're bubble wrapping all the computers in the house. Yeah, and he gets yeah. and and, it, and the most hilarious part comes a little later on. So. When they finally start to notice him that he's actually doing this. Yeah, you'll see. He looks underneath there, the there, window that there. That guy goes. Yep, now he sees him. He knows. He's now, talking into his walkie-talkie. Yep. Like, we got, a, we got a problem on our hands. And look at that weird statue. Uh, yeah. There's it, another one another of those one out. Weird, yeah, the same same deal. Like sage statues. And to me, it's like something so eerie about, and I was saying this to Sean uh, when we were watching these earlier, is like how well-maintained the property is now that the guy's dead. It, like, there's just something so spooky about it. It is really odd. Um, yeah, this is so great. So you, now he's actually looking in the window, right? He doesn't even give a fuck the FBI sees him anymore. Yeah, because they've already, he's already been caught. But you can see on the left here, you see the bubble-wrapped um, iMac, and you see some desktop computers. Yeah, some PCs, yeah. It's, it's really quite crazy. And then in the reflection, there are people coming in and out with boxes. And you mentioned the NYPD one, which I still think is odd. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know why. The, I mean, I know that this that obviously happened there, but I, I would have thought this would have been an FBI only yeah. sort of investigation. It must be really fucking cool to be just like a, a beat cop yeah, who gets and to show cop. up at yeah. Little St. James and investigate. Yeah, well, this. I, I doubt they're I doubt they're that. But 
<laughs> or they just ran out of FBI They're like shirts. parking meter cops. Yeah, yeah. They fucking <laughs> let the sassy black lady who gives you tickets. Mm-mm, some nasty shit happened on this island. Uh-uh. Oh, this is the devil. Mm-mm, this shit is dark-sided. <laughs> so the, the, uh, we're, we're keeping it going because I want to show the part where they try to cover the window. It's so fucking funny. Because yeah, the drone pilot just does not care anymore. Yeah, um, FBI and NYPD are seen in this window right now. Yep. And this looks like his. It looks like a kitchen. I think it's a kitchen. Yeah. There's countertops. There's so there's many computers. Why are there so many computers? Because if you go to like, there's also like you, sh- you. He shows you a few other different huts or structures, and there's computers in all of them. There's computers yeah. everywhere. So again, if they can't find the evidence they need on these things, then this, yeah. then they're covering it up. I mean, yeah. like there 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 has to be evidence on all of these. Devices. I do think it'll take a little while for them to raid the entire island because it's massive. It's mass, and that's the thing is like I I kind of. Because the video we got originally was so small that I didn't I didn't really quite understand the scope of it. Oh, here's them trying to cover the window. This is so fucking cardboard funny. boxes. That yeah, they this is in. really working, guys. The Home Depot. This is a really great sponsorship. Yeah, Home Depot for packaging all of your pedophile stuff. <laughs> Little St. James Island, sponsored by Home Depot. <laughs> Giannis says, uh, the most obvious semi-recent distra- distraction I remember was the devastatingly big Malibu fire that happened the day after th- the Thousand Oaks shooting. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. Th- or one day after. Yeah, it's it's really... Neononi says, no solar panels? Not only was Epstein a pedophile monster, but his carbon footprint must have been atrocious. Honestly, I think that's worse. That is much worse. Uh, and now they're finally getting wise to putting up blankets. They, yeah, they put up little moving blankets. That one's covered in... In child cum. Or I guess uh, it's all women. So uh, just Bill's cum. It's just all... That's all Bill on that blanket. That's Bill's DNA. Oh, it's disgusting. They're destroying evidence. <laughs> anyway, we get it's the point. It's really gross. Yeah, so... Go watch it. Rusty Shackelford, which is a funny reference because that's Dale Gribble's uh, pseudonym in King of the Hill. But he's got all this shit uh, up on his channel and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, there are three other videos from this day, August 12th, that he recorded. And then there's one that he just posted today from yesterday so he is on top of this so you guys should definitely go look you can really see like inside some of the buildings inside the temple inside um that like a beach shack i think that's the yeah. one he posted today um and you can see like computers and then that one in the temple is really odd with like a bed frame yes yeah, so, so okay so the big theory is that there is a there is a under there's a part underneath the temple right yeah so what is so like when you watch one of the temple what's so strange is there's a box spring that's like propped up which, to kind of, it, it, I don't know why they would have flipped it up and left it like that, unless it's co- it's it's blocking the window or covering some opening. Yeah, I don't know. It it's yeah. It seems a little weird why it would be precariously propped up. Because but, because but like but to have the temple structure be there's really nothing in it. Mm-hmm. Although when we saw that video, it looked like it was like a little bit torn up inside. Yeah. So. Maybe they found the door. Maybe it didn't go as far as they expected it expected it to, and so they were pulling up floorboards. They there were some floorboards that were pulled up, and there was one area yeah. that he focused the drone on for a moment that is kind of interesting. Uh, do you remember that like little like kind of raised part on the on the floor? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> again, go watch these videos. They're usually like three to four minutes long each. Yeah. And it's really it's really unsettling. Um, to bring it back to that thing of like this island is so evil yeah i mean it, it like it, it truly i mean it, it's so funny because it's like you know we watch these things like you know true detective like um uh every season kind of revolves around this kind of stuff like sex culty type stuff mm-hmm. and then you're kind of like well this is this is it's fiction fi- fiction and you're like no it's fucking real this is so real and and, and the fact that it could like implicate I mean, everybody, everybody, like every, like every power broker that like mm. you and like names that like we even, we even know. And again, like it's so, it was so fucking funny when, when Clinton body count was trending, then all of a sudden Trump body count was like yeah. artificially blasted at the top. And you're, you're, you're like, okay. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Less the people he's, yeah, he's killed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And again, it's one of those things where it, it's so evident to me that Again, look at the women that Trump's fucked. It's 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 always these fucking done up giant titted whores. Yeah, yeah, like he wants he wants a fucking ZZ Top video. That's what he wants. <laughs> he wants oiled up tits and like and giant boots and fucking yeah. you know and uh, 
big hair. I mean, <laughs> it's a Jane Fonda fitness video. That's it's exactly like, yeah. That's who he wants. That's who he wants, and, and and but very much like adults, and so. Yeah, and the kind of thing of like you're not going to get giant fakers on somebody who's under 18. So no, <laughs> that's yeah. and but even then, it's like his track record of women he actually dated. I mean, like Marla Maples was like, or like he was married to Marla Maples, but that was like she's quasi young, but not. I only I think she's like 25 maybe, but he even wasn't that old at the time. I think he was like 35 or maybe 40. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it it, it just it, again it, it's. But we'll see. Like, I really do we'll think, see. like, like the the proof of whether or not that like this is going to do something bad for him will be whether or not anything comes out of it. Because if they can't get enough evidence out of what they got out of the house and then also on the island there, to at least just keep the case going. Mm-hmm. But then you know, but then I was seeing things, and I don't really know the reality of this. Is like now that he's dead, like who? But again, the way that the way that Barr phrased that, and again, the kind of the inter- interesting line is like anybody who was complicit in this, you should not sleep well essentially mm-hmm. is what he i think that's kind of paraphrasing but i what think he was the saying. really concerning thought that i just had is that like in his first arrest in 2008 uh, 2003 i forget which one. okay eight. yeah 2008 he had enough time he was tipped off and had enough time to empty as much as he could out of his mansion as possible um so he got rid of all this evidence as much as he could and then they still found cameras in his house like some that he had forgotten because there were just so many there were too many to clear out entirely so and then he got convicted served what 18 months was that what it was yeah 18 months work release so he could go home or he could work for 12 he he just slept in jail yeah so in his own private wing of the 2008 this happens do you think his most recent arrest he was tipped off and had enough time to clear out everything Clear out uh, most most of what he could not no because because he didn't voluntarily turn himself in this time so uh, he turned himself in the uh, the other time yeah like Jeez, it was ba- basically I, yeah. yeah like he was given pr- like a bunch of prior notice and got to like mm. but this one was like a it was a proper raid and like the other one was not really a raid it was more do you think of, somebody would have known and would have told him though do you think he's i couldn't answer that question i mean i i mean yeah that's true <laughs> like i, I mean I, I wish i could i mean mm-hmm. um again the fact that he didn't clear the safe out and they found shit in it tells me no yeah. um uh and so like again it's like and that is that isn't even conspiracy. I mean, like those those records of what was collected are on there. And again, that's how I found out about the dental chair, the fully functioning dental chair that's Disgusting. in it, that's in his bathroom. Yeah. And so, again, I mean, even when I saw in the last one, it's like I don't even think that it's just fucking children and and sex trafficking. I legitimately think that this guy killed people as well. Like I think that mm-hmm. it's this is I the child fucking is just the top of the iceberg. I mean, there is so much shit, and I think that this. My best guess is that this is some intelligence agency's massive blackmail uh, operation. Yeah, and and he was sort of the figurehead of it. And He's like, an agent. Yeah, and, and again, because like his his wealth is this giant mystery, right? Like, and so it's this kind of thing of like, you know, and I think that you know Wexner was connected, and, and Hoffenberg was Hoffenberg connected. was connected. Yeah. All this is connected to it, huh. and if this in a perfect world where the Matrix just keeps glitching. Every power broker in this country, I think, is involved in in some way or another. Mm. And, and I was having this conversation with my father um, about because uh, he's, he's very reflexive about wealthy people and like saying they're bad people. But even he had to concede this idea that like if you make a billion dollars, there's victims. Yeah. The example we were talking about before, we've two CEO of Nike. Right. Thousands of unnamed victims in third world countries that he pays a cent a day to make his shoes uh and jeff bezos yeah who has what did he finally finalize his divorce does he have 63 billion dollars now <laughs> oh poor guy yeah oh boohoo and, impo- and again it's one of those things of like <clears throat> we, we we know that like okay so like let's say you have you have a a billion liquid right liquid mm-hmm. cash just in sitting in your bank account why, no big deal. why not why wouldn't you like start like fucking give at least half and of it world away. hunger uh, yeah i mean you could i mean <laughs> you could yes yeah. like and yes. then like, that's the thing too like people like bill gates it's like fuck that guy too it's mm-hmm. like you're just kind of like trickling money like why like why are you sitting on 96 billion dollars like other than there's some reason or some miserly element to, I, I don't i don't understand it unless you're just a fucking evil douche selfish and, yeah and and it's Again, like you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that like it, this is even like a, in support of like mass di- distribution of, of wealth. It, it's this idea of like 
riddle me why. Yeah. Like when you have this much, like you can't even spend a billion dollars in a lifetime. So like, what's what's even the point of having it? Uh, you this know. this is where capitalism fails us. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. When when our country gets uh, under the the rule of I don't know how many oligarchs, uh, and also when people get too fucking rich for their britches and don't do anything with their money it it really it really is just like such a a massive massive uh like disservice to everybody so this is like the big to everybody in the same capitalistic society here's the big question i had though so if if this power structure gets completely undone mm-hmm. is is our daily life going to change that's what i don't know like like daily life in american when you're kind of you know middle lower like as long as you're not super poor your life's Mm. pretty good comparatively to the rest of the world so what will change if these power brokers all get arrested we seize all of their assets and we implement uh the freedom dividend yeah 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 that this is actually how andrew yang's gonna pay for it Uh, that would fucking rule if at the next debates he's like well we're gonna jail all these fuckers and we're gonna give their money to you. We're gonna we're gonna turn <laughs> to be the Robin Hood of the, of the democratic debates. We're, we're gonna turn Little St. James Island to Little Yang's Island. Little Little St. Yang's. So little St. Yang's, <laughs> and it's going to be it's going to be a tourist destination. Dude, we, they should turn it into a resort. Yeah, you already said this yeah, yeah. Uh, before this, but they should make it a federally owned resort. Yep. Once a year, um, if you're good. Mm-hmm. Like Santa, mm-hmm. if if Santa thinks you're good, you get to go to Little Saint Yang, and uh, that should that should have been the title of our podcast. Riddle Riddle Saint Yang. He is not that kind of Asian. <laughs> he was he was born and raised in like upstate New York. No, I know. <laughs> it's just it, like I don't know. It's for some reason it's a funny bit that like he's like super fobby, even though he's totally not. He was born and raised here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Little Saint Yang. That's a good. We should uh, we should write that one down. But uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I'm missing on this. I mean, this has just been like it's the most hilarious. Oh, um, I, I guess a few things I should mention. Like, so people were talking about like hearing shrieking. All that stuff's bullshit. Yeah. Like, don't ignore ignore all that stuff. Like, why why would anyone care about um, what any inmate or ex inmate has to say about the about the about the jail? It just it just doesn't. Yeah. I will say that like be skeptical of. Of headlines you read about him, right. be moderately skeptical because this is something that people, that the oligarchs would want to cover up. Right. And so if the oligarchs are as, are as pow- powerful as we say they are, they have their hands in all news media. Right. They will have their hands in telling you what, and in, in telling you things, and making a, you believe things. And it's amazing too that that they would think that the way to cover this up was to do this. To kill him? Right. What an idiotic move. Right. And again, like one of those things of they're like, rich, they're not smart. So, so I, but that, that, that's so again, it's like, okay, so the, the camera malfunctions. Fucking fake a tape. Like, like you, 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 uh, you look at deep fake technology. Like, you guys have the technology and the money to like just build a video of someone, like someone else hanging themselves theoretically and mm-hmm. then like find some patsy to hang themselves in a jail cell. Look, construct the set, deep fake the face on. You could have done all of it, but yeah. but just oh yeah yeah malfunction malfunction please what a fucking joke it's just such a fucking joke oh but yeah um, Neononi says uh, first uh, Trump's type is the same type every fifteen year old boy in the nineties <laughs> yeah like Cindy Crawford shit like that uh, Pamela Anderson her big spicy tits uh, Neononi says uh, so long as Yang doesn't start crying as he reels the plan yeah that was that was unfortunate. Do you, do you know about that? No. Uh, he was talking about the shooting thing, and then some woman was talking about her kids, and then he's sort of crying. And you know, men should cry, but there's just something about leader, like potential leaders, crying like that. That is just like, it's just not keep keep it together. Like I, I don't. Tulsi wouldn't. I don't think Tulsi wouldn't cry. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't. No. Yeah. And so it's not a male or it's not a ma- masculine or feminine thing. It's just like you need to be strong enough to like not show. In this case, it's weakness. Like, like crying, crying because you're feeling things is not weakness, but crying on a public stage as kind of a performance is, it's that to me a little bit. Um, and I, I understand a little choked or something, but again, it's it's 
he had to have considered this possibility before, like after the shootings happened, looking at his kids and thinking, have that moment, right? Mm-hmm. But get get it together for a public appearance. It, yeah. it just it just felt so. Ugh, it it, just, it really rubbed me the wrong way. And he also had some tweet the other day that was like, I, I got to call it for what it is. Trump's a white supremacist, and I'm like, Yang, damn it. But again, too, raising his hand for the meta, meta free healthcare for illegal. It's just. He just keeps doing, but he keeps going up in the polls. So, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's kind of like um, Trump. The bearing the bearing on this and is going to be what's what's going to make. It's going to really expose kind of what Trump where Trump's priorities lie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And again, like if this is if if this is the obvious slam dunk that it is. He needs to weaponize it, and even if it's just for like pure greed in that way, and like just pure political theater, great. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really care how you use it, as long as like the public is given some sort of the public and the victims are given some sort of justice on this one. Absolutely. Um, and again, too, I think that if like they're really starting to look into this truly honestly, it's it's going to be way more than thirty, and it's going to be I think really young children. It's going to be a lot of dead children. It's gonna, it's going to be corruption. It's going to be blackmail. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's already starting to slip out of the, um, public zeitgeist. I mean, if we keep talking about it, yeah, the fruit basket, if, if we personally, you and I keep talking about it, people will keep talking about it. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's, to me, this is bigger than any of the stories that they keep drumming up. And so like, you know, like, you know, even the, even the, the Fredo thing was like such a massive distraction. Like we all knew Chris Cuomo was a fucking dildo. I mean, that was... That was not news to any of yeah. us. To be honest, I didn't even know. I had he had totally slipped my mind. Oh, you're so this. lucky. I know. I am very lucky in that I uh, compartmentalize so well that I just forget the things that I've put into little boxes. Yeah. So he is. He was. Yeah. Just somebody. Any, somebody dusted off that box. Any and like, CNN anchor, just 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 one of those things where it's like yeah. just it's it would be great to just not ever have to see them ever again. It's funny because right before this this Cuomo thing happened, uh, I went to like a a. Um, a survey site called YouGov, uh, YouGov.com, and like uh, a Tulsi Gabbard email sent it to me. They were like, "Hey, if you sign up for this, you might get an email for like a polling survey." So I want to do whatever I can to, to get, get her, her up in the polls. To get her up in the polls, and so like I signed up for this the survey site that they recommended, um, and it said like browse surveys, and I looked at like some of the results from like the recent weeks or whatever, and it says Chris Cuomo is the most liked TV host right now. That's bullshit. His ratings are <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I just thought it was really funny because the next day it was. What, he was what does that news. even mean? Most liked? What does that? What does know. that mean? He pulled at the most liked or most like enjoyed. I don't. I don't fucking know. His ratings are fucking atrocious. All of CNN's ratings are atrocious. Maybe he's the best of the worst. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I guess. I, there's really no like. There was, uh, Michael Tracy had a great word. It was. He's not calling it legacy media anymore. He's calling it. Um, fuck. What is he calling it? it? It was such a good phrase. This is really bothering me. Um, it was essentially just uh, like, like, like it was kind of like royal media. It's just like this mm-hmm. idea of just like this kind of puppet figure. It, you know, he had a better word for it. I w- it's escaping me at the moment, but, um, but yeah. So I mean, th- the the two things that I've been saying that will, t- and this will get us into the last thing I want to talk about, mm-hmm. um, is the two things that will keep Trump or will make sure that he wins is not getting us into a major war like Dan, Cren- Dan Crenshaw seems to really want to do. Yeah, he's a fucking sellout. What a fucking sellout, asshole. God damn it. And um, and then also not tanking the economy. But unfortunately, it looks like we're headed for a recession. But all, of course, the fucking just checkmark media wants this to be Trump's fault. But the reality is that China is fucking imploding at the yep. moment. This brings us to our next topic. Which if is the guys... protests in Hong Kong. And you guys should yeah. be kind of a little... This is just something we wanted to share with you guys that may not be aware of it. Because it's going to be very important in the next few months. Yeah. Uh, so do you mind... Uh... For, for Americans, that is. It will start to affect us. But right now, it is very important. It already... I mean, our, our stock market took a shit. And I think it's all speculative over China. Yeah. So this is, um, where is this from? What? It's from BBC. BBC News. Why are there protests in Hong Kong? All the context you need. This is just a rundown of really everything you need to know about it. Um, it says, demonstrators in Hong Kong have been, have again blocked key roads and government buildings with police firing tear gas and rubber bullets in response. On the surface, these protests are about plans that would allow extradition from Hong Kong to mainland China. Meaning that if you commit a crime, you can be sent back to mainland China, right. even though you're from Hong Kong. Right, is right. That, it's yeah. exactly it, and, and they also like China's like weird communist gov- government. It's like 
their laws are so fucking bizarre. Like if if you if if you mm. were in like in the Chinese sphere and you I you'd want to be in Hong Kong in the sense yeah. of like okay. Well, the the great I, I was actually reading about this. It's that I mean Hong Kong has been just this weird thing for China for Taiwan like a hundred yeah for a hundred fifty years, um, and it it's it started as like a British colony, uh, and then in I think eighteen. Oh, 1890 something or 1880 1887 they leased it to the british for 100 years for 99 a 99 year contract mm-hmm. uh and then in the 1980s that contract came to a point where they had to end it and so china split or china agreed to split hong kong and and mainland china into two separate governments but under the same under under china right so hong, that's why hong kong is so different and and like liberal in a certain way but mainland China is so oppressive. Um, but imagine if you had been born in Hong Kong, you identify, I mean, especially young people are identifying as people who, as Hong Kongians or whatever you yeah. would call them. Um, and they don't identify as Chinese. Right. Imagine like if, if you were born in the United States and you committed a, like, I don't know, you got like a, I don't know, you committed some kind of crime. Like you brought drugs across state borders or something like that. And and you got extradited to Canada. I, I, I mean, I can give you a pretty concise example. So, like, I mean, so Britain now has all these crazy internet laws. Like, if you post, like, you know, even uh, Count Dankula getting arrested for the, his pug doing the Nazi salute. Yeah. So imagine, like, we do that. We, we make PETA, my dog, do a Nazi salute. And then we get extradited to fucking Scotland to face charges. I mean, that's kind of what yeah. this is like. I mean, as an ex-British colony, right? Yeah. It would be the exact same thing. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's it's It's, it's insane, so... Yeah. Anyways, um, I mean, the rest of this, it says this is not all happening in a vacuum. There's a lot of important context, some of it stretching back decades that helps explain what is going on. And then this this talks about the 150 years thing with the British colony that I just talked about. Um, uh, the territory was also popular with migrants and dissidents fleeing instability, poverty or persecution in mainland China. So you could move freely between the two in a, in a way, I guess. And you could stay in Hong Kong and avoid, you know. Uh, so let's see. As a result, Hong Kong has its own legal system and borders and rights, including freedom of assembly and free speech, which has which been kind of which has been kind of cool to watch. So like, it's not a huge group of people, but like, there's a big part of the protest, kind of like the yellow vest thing in, in France. They're like waving American flags and shit, and like demanding mm-hmm. a Second Amendment and stuff. And so like, yeah. And it's uh, Sean. You were you said you were watching these documentaries on um, uh, Marie Antoinette and like. Mm-hmm how similar it feels like all of us are on the precipice of like some sort of we've, we've reached the second one i mean our independence revolution inspired i mean it inspired like spain it inspired france and now to see that we even that the inspiration is still it's still like we're still feeling the ripples from it right and that like this new wave revolution in hong kong that's happening this is a huge huge like grassroots protest um yeah I mean, to it, see the See it's getting worse effect. every every day as well. <clears throat> and again, like everyone's blaming Trump for the stock market taking a shit. It's because, but it, like, and I actually, I want to actually pull up his his tweets on this because I think they're actually mm. relatively honest. Um, uh, so here we go. So Donald Trump says, uh, "Good things were stated on the call with China the other day. They are eating the tariffs with the devaluation of their currency and quote pouring money into their system." And um, real quickly, so we, if you don't know that China's currency is completely inflated and they're on like some weird bubble at the moment. You should read more about just if you don't just educate yourself a bit more on this yeah. because like a lot of what you see from like their numbers are not accurate as, as to actually what's happening. So yeah. neither is ours. So he says the American consumer is fine with or without the September date, but much good will come from the short deferral to December. It actually helps China more than us, but will be reciprocated. Millions of jobs are being lost in China to other non-tariffed countries. Thousands of companies are leaving. Of course, China wants to make a deal. Let them work humanely with Hong Kong first. Right. So, yeah. So, again, like, you know, I think that Trump's in kind of some deep shit on this one because, mm-hmm. like, that I think that this was something that was coming regardless of who was the one. in, And, and I think him taking a hard stance on China is something that I don't think a lot of presidents had the balls to do. And, you know, I seldom, like, will credit him for things. But, like, th- this one, again, I mean, like, even during the debates, like, n- none of them really talk about China. Yeah. And, and, and again, like, they are our direct financial geopolitical mm-hmm. competitor. And so, but as evidenced by how much, when their market fluctuates, ours fluctuates, how we are intrinsically tied to their mm-hmm. economy and what happens to it. I find this to be 
I mean, maybe for us, just thinly veiled, a thinly veiled way to save face with President Xi, um, to, to reach out to him gently and be like, hey, if you tank, we tank. Right. Um, and I think that's, this is, this is desperate. This yeah. is desperation in a way, but it looks, he, he's doing this gently as a way to not scare us. So as, and then people get mad that Trump talks to him, talks to him this way, but I understand why he's doing it. So if you don't mind reading this one, too. he also says, I know President Xi of China very well. He is a great leader who very much has the respect of his people. He is also a good man in a, quote, tough business. Uh, I have zero doubt that if President Xi wants to quickly and humanely solve the Hong Kong problem, he can do it. Personal meeting, question mark. Yeah, I, I do want to talk a little bit about China's government and sure. how, how, how it is split a little bit. Um, Hong Kong has its own real thing. They have their own like real like political system again taiwan i mean taiwan's also i mean and that mm -hmm. was like, when trump first came into office that was a big conflict with with taiwan as well but mainland china is 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 operating under the guise of some some form of democracy and it's pretty false so like here in america we have like a, a direct democracy to uh, elect our representatives so the people we elect go to the white house and make laws for us. We don't vote directly on the laws. They vote for us because we put our trust in them to to write and, and sign in these laws. Right. Um, our Congress levies taxes. They declare war. Uh, and they make laws for us. In China, basically what you vote for, it's a direct democracy for, like, local legislation. Right. It's like people's, people's local Congress or whatever it's called. Um, you vote for these representatives. And then those representatives vote for the next level of Congress. And then that next level of Congress elects the next president of China, the vice president, all of all of the um, gosh, what uh, the plural cabinet of the executive branch. Right. And in California, we kind of have we have a cool hybrid democracy where like you've seen in our, our ballots that we have direct democracy on on like legislation changes to the Constitution of California. Um but we elect, we have uh, a direct democracy where we elect the executive branch in California. So we elect the attorney general, we elect the, the governor, um, and this is all direct. So every vote counts. It's not just, um, it's not just an electoral college or the Congress of California that elects these people. Um, but in China, it's like a, it's like a twice washed, uh, twice washed direct democracy. Right. Um, so it makes it so that people of mainland china have no real power no real stakes in voting um whereas like imagine if if like you were in hong kong and you suddenly have all this power to to elect officials or you have more power you don't have all of it because beijing still has a lot of power over hong kong but imagine if like you were voting and then and suddenly you get convicted of a crime that's really not a big deal but you get extradited to china and you lose all of that power right you lose everything um also like being extradited to china it's a land you probably aren't familiar with if right. you grew up in hong kong right and and, and also too yeah and then, and then yeah and then having to face like kind of laws that you really had nothing to do with or like that may have different restrictions and but china's also a really strange economy in the sense of like they're completely communistic in in, in the kind of typical control aspect as well so like but at the same time they make deals with the kind of the oligarchs of their country um where you know um so if you're a billionaire in china um and my dad worked with somebody like this, this is how i know this um he's somebody who like builds basically every strip mall in china so mm -hmm. this guy's a fucking just multi-multi-multi-billionaire yeah. but the chinese government comes to you and says hey we've allowed you to basically operate with impunity and make as much money as you wanted to have now we need you to build five hospitals ten hospitals and you have to go okay and then mm -hmm. pay and build them and then you that's kind of like your penance like that's kind of the communist capitalist element of the whole thing. Yeah. And if you don't do it, they'll just throw you in fucking jail. They don't care and, and yeah. seize all your assets. They don't care. They don't care that you're 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 powerful because of your wealth. And so, it, it's a very strange place. And so, I'm hoping that he can de-escalate this because it's going to directly affect us, and we're already seeing that it is. Mm -hmm. uh, and the stock market is such a silly, speculative, horseshit thing that like really what you're seeing in these dips is because there's instability there. And um, and just kind of how like everything is is manufactured there, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, is, was there another thing we wanted to 
no, I think show for that one. That was it. I mean, really, like, I just want to... Just be aware kind of, of it. Yeah, be aware. I also kind of stand in solidarity with this kind Me of too. thing. Just because it's like... I Putting yourself in that position where you've grown up in a country, it's almost like our immigration stuff. Like, if you were brought here when you were two years old, this is your home. Yeah. Uh, imagine getting uh, deported to another country that you don't know the language, you, you don't know the laws... It's totally foreign to you. It's not your home. Right. It's it's kind of like I understand the protests, uh, and they, they're doing some really fucked up shit. Yeah. Like they're really. hiding agents in within the protesters, disguised as protesters. And that, that's the the two people that got the shit beaten out of them at the airport that caused all the the airport to shut down. Were two, uh, from what I understand, they were both uh, agents that were kind of hidden amongst the protesters yeah. and they got caught. <laughs> well, um, good. Fuck that. But it's 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 been interesting. There's a woman, um, uh, Tim Pool actually recommended her, but she's been doing some interesting reporting on it. Her name's Laurel. Uh, Laurel. Uh, shit, is it Chen? L A L A U U R L. Thank you. L- God damn it. <laughs> Laurel. Laurel Chor. L A U R E L C H O R. So she's on the ground there and doing some pretty good reporting. Um, Tear gas smoke flooding into SSP station. Exit C filled with smoke. Might sign off soon as I didn't bring enough gear today. That's Lu Xiu Wen. She retweeted her. Um, let's see. The mainland Chinese trolls are out in full force after last night's hashtag Hong Kong protests. I posted a picture on Instagram and it now has 200 plus comments. Almost all in simplified Chinese and a lot of Chinese flag emojis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, you're getting to see propaganda at work. And, and, mm-hmm. and the idea, too, like this shit obviously happens here, too. And uh, just, I don't know, but I think that, like, also uh, our media has a lot of useful uh, checkmark idiots that mm-hmm. parrot the same shit. But, yeah, just keep an eye on it. Um, this woman's worth following. Uh, she seems to kind of um, – I've been kind of sick of Tim Pool lately, but she's, uh, I think, a good recommendation he's had mm-hmm. uh, lately. But, yeah, just be aware of it. Watch it. Um, our economy fluctuating is directly because of this. and yeah. um, This will affect us. Oh, yeah, it already has been. So. Yeah. Um, so do you mind reading Yanoni's other comment? I think it's about Epstein again. Yeah, last week the Guardian... Oh, no, no, it's Hong Kong. Uh, oh. Last week the Guardian published an article with direct proof that CIA operatives were working to get shit to flare up in Hong Kong. What would be the objective of that? I, I Honestly, who knows? Yeah. I mean, one conspiracy is that the CIA is very, very biased towards the left and wants to pin some kind of blame on Trump so they tank an economy in China pin that tanking of our economy on Trump. Maybe. I, I mean, because to me, it like, the, like the idea of starting a war with China is ridiculous because we'd lose. Yeah. Uh, just at sheer body. It's just, it's be such a dumb... And you've said this before, like the... Uh, that deeply rooted nationalism uh, in yeah. China. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> because it's so not religious, it's it's almost like a new religion. It's like nationalistic religion. It's, yeah. it, religiosity. It's very, it's very strange. That there's a strong dedication to your country lots of people will fight yes yeah and yeah. they have like you know a billion bodies to throw at it so yeah i i uh uh but yeah i don't really have anything else i mean it was just kind of getting to gloat over this ridiculous oh i know this right Epstein thing we totally we, we we should rest on our laurels yes uh that's what this whole thing is about really bragging rights yeah yeah um exactly that's all i wanted to do was just was just gloat i <laughs> know uh, I'm, I'm really legitimately hoping that something comes from this um me too uh, just, just in terms of like, I, I'm all for this fucking power structure getting undone, and and mm-hmm. um, the fact that this really isn't a democracy anymore. It's actually funny. Like, the, uh, Michael Tracy had a video the other day talking about, um, fuck, I forgot the candidate's name, but he's a he's a billionaire, and like he's now Tom Steyer. Tom Steyer. Yeah. And he's qualified now for the debates because he was able to just dump a fucking shitload of cash into Facebook ads. Yep. And it's like, so this is proof this is proof that if you have money you can do any any fucking thing you want like just Mm. absolute disposable income um and then it really should i mean like uh just i'm only speaking about the democrats like this is trump kind of out of this equation but like really i mean you really should pay attention to the people who you know whether whatever you think of bernie doesn't really matter i mean like that's a real person um Mm -hmm. you know uh seems to be deeply compromised at this point uh to me um but tulsi uh um, Bernie, um, Warren, Warren, maybe she, uh, I can't really tell, but she seems to be real, like a real person. Um, there was one other one I had, but I, I'm Yang, Yang. Yang thank you. Um, mm-hmm. and, and and so, 
I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm curious to see. I, I don't know. I just I'm, I'm wondering what the like what this country would look like if this current power structure is undone. And if this is the catalyst through which it happens, would be very interesting. But again, that would have to make the story remain in people's minds. But again, like the Republicans can so weaponize this as a tool for reelection that I think that if it yields the results that are obviously there, they're going to use it, mm-hmm. even if it is self-serving. Yep. Um, and so that's that's the only arena in which I am placing all my um, hope. Yeah on this doing anything. I'm very, very hopeful for this to see justice. Yeah, we'll see. And if that means tearing down the entire, <laughs> if that means tearing down the entire oligarchy we have now, so be it. Right. Let's, let's delve into chaos for one month. Yeah, no, I'm, all, I'm all for a little bit of chaos. Yeah. Yeah. It, but, it, and, but what's kind of interesting too, was like, uh, and I'll, we'll kind of close it on this. is like the, the Epstein thing was, it was fun. T- like anybody who's extremely online uh, and it wasn't just some fucking, again, just the fucking check marks with their shitty takes. Mm-hmm. But like even like some lefty check marks, righty check marks, like all agreeing that like and, and all and like it feels so good to have permission to say Hillary Clinton is such a piece of shit. <laughs> like finally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we we all felt it like when we voted for her. We're just like, oh, God, yeah, it was this <laughs> fucking woman. It was kind of. Yeah. And now we get to like just say, fuck that asshole. And it feels so good. Just, just to like, just for everybody who like has been paying just a semblance of of attention to this, to just be like, f- like you get to openly now say fuck her, fuck her, yeah, yeah f- uh, uh, the the greatest madame in our in our history. <laughs> but yeah, she is she's very charming. Um. Anyway, we uh, we love you all, and yeah. uh, this one won't get cut up into clips because it's all. It's all one. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out because it's like we're trying to grow this, but I, I. We could split it up. We could do like 45 and 15. But, but I, I noticed with the the mass shooting thing, which I think we handled really, really well, it was too is too long for people yeah. to like stick around. Yeah. And so it's it's almost like we'd have to plan. I, I don't want to lose the integrity of what this is, but it's like almost like we have to sort of plan some segment segments that won't exceed 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and then do that. And so, I don't know. I got to figure it out. But yeah. Anyway, we love you all. Love and, you guys. Uh, I want to wait really quickly. I want to sh- give a shout out to Corey. Is it Geisbrecht? Is that Houston? Yes, I think so. He's our first Patreon subscriber. It's really fucking cool. And we adore you. And that's very. And yeah. We we are trying. We're trying to figure out some th- content to put on there. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not. I think once it gets to a certain point, we'll fill a little bit, but a little bit more of like a idea of what to do. But um, um, and then Blaine, I don't remember his last name. He had a really sweet Taylor. Blaine, Blaine Taylor, Taylor. Yeah, he had a really sweet tweet thread about us. Yeah. Um, so, so thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's and uh, and obviously nice. to uh, Tom and Yanoni and uh, and all of you watching. Maya, Yana, Maya, Yana, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin everybody. Yeah, <laughs> the regulars. Yeah, we love you all. Yeah. And uh, was there anything else? Yeah, no, that's it. All that's right. kind of it. Thanks for watching. Goodbye. Bye.